today's episode of the Firewolf with Christy Bellich and friends is sponsored by homemade oatmeal cookies that I made from fucking scratch. And uh, the recipe is you take some oatmeal oats. I don't care if it's brand, off-brand, you know, bodega, 20-year-old oatmeal, fucking oatmeal stuff. I don't care if you take your cereal and just, you know, put it in some water. Do what you gotta do. Then you take chocolate chips, any fucking kind you fucking damn please, and you mix it in a bowl with one egg. You don't even have to use an egg. I just figured that's what you gotta use because all recipes count for eggs or ask for eggs, so I put an egg. Then you take some fucking butter, real ass fucking butter, nothing other than that real ass butter, and you put that real ass butter in the wind butter in the window seal, <laughs> and then you put it in the window and you let it fucking melt, and then you pour it into the oats, and then you put it in the fridge for like an hour, and then you put it in the thing at some sort of temperature for some sort of amount of time, whatever you damn please. If you want your cookies crispier, I don't give ten fucks. You do you, boo. Look, this episode is really brought to you by you doing your fucking you, boo, okay? You do you, boo. Uh, They're a great fucking sponsor, and you walk wherever you damn well walk, and please don't beat up people at Red Lobster, okay? That's the other sponsor, It's just don't beat up the staff at Red Lobster while you're social distancing. It really just is the opposite of what this shit's all about so please don't beat up the staff at red lobster um so i guess that's by proxy red lobsters hush puppies are also the sponsor of this podcast um and finally the sponsor of this podcast is love okay it's all about love i'm trying to figure it out you're trying to figure it out if you're listening we're all trying to figure this fucking shit out So you might as well eat some homemade oatmeal chocolate chip cookies with a little sprinkle of cinnamon. If you don't have milk like me, you can use Coffee Mate as your milk. Uh, So look, we're winging it. We're winging it. All right. Peace, y'all. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Just hanging out, quarantine, you know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yep, we're here though. We are here. <laughs> we are here. Hear us roar. <laughs> Literally, the wind is so loud today, Kristen. You might hear it, and that might be why my audio is being a little wackadoodle yeah, right now. Yeah, it's all good. Um, we've had some crazy winds here not so much today but yeah I feel you oh my god Idaho has had the craziest weather though <laughs> for real oh god mother nature is like you know throwing it out there for everybody else and Idaho's just like hold my beer <laughs> <laughs> we get like all four seasons in one day there are times <laughs> oh my god so I had this realization today. What's that? So, you know, we've done this a few times, you know, recording and, and 
whatnot. And the first time I was on was a six of spade day. And then the last time I talked to you was a six of club day. And today is a six of diamonds day. Holy shit. Tell me all the things. What does this mean? (laughs) I'm just saying, I mean, this is, you know, we are talking about Venus and retrograde and all those wonderful things about love and all the things we need to look at. But it's a it's a six thing. So six, you know, like we've talked about before, it's, you know, um, very karmic. It's a peacemaking number. You know, everybody wants that balance. It's um, ruled by Libra or it represents Libra, you know, with the scales because it's about balance. And karma, paying your debts, past life, big time past life stuff coming up. Is that why the triple six is always demonized? Yeah, you know, I don't get all that because it really shouldn't be. It's just mocking the Trinity, the 666, you know. Um, But I don't really give that. I know a lot of people are really freaked out by that. I think it deserves as much credence as we give it. You know, we really put our own fears into stuff, but I think six is a great number and it's about responsibility and, and it is a law of karma and destiny and fate. Like we've talked about before. So I just thought it was interesting. I would bring that up. (laughs) I mean, you just, okay. So you sent me this pivotal, like we're going through the great conjunction period and then mm-hmm. you, words of wisdom, Kristen. So here we are, Kristen Bailey, Lady of the Lamps, shining a light on. She, she sends me a text. Can I read the full text? Um, sure. <laughs> just got out. <laughs> just got out of the shower, and I ha- got some insights. The great conference is what's happening, and I'm like, uh, okay, we're podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I really feel like. Um... It's not necessarily a negative thing. I think it because we're in that this retrograde period and we've already had the conjunction that brought shit up to the surface. But right now, because we're in like a quarantine state, everything is shut down. All a lot of people have to work with are their minds and we're being forced to deal with stuff and confront things. And now we have a choice to decide what we want in the future. You know, there's a lot of people that are stuck between a rock and a hard place, obviously. But I think, um, like, collectively, look at our government. Like, I don't want to get into that shit right now. But it is a, a huge confrontation of what it was. It's like past versus present in order to figure out the future because we have a choice, you know. And it's, um, it is kind of like an equalizer, because we can actually see shit for what it is when we take a step back, you know, and um, with like all retrogrades, that is an opportunity. I know a lot of people really fear them and what's going to happen and chaos and blah, blah, blah. But I think it's really like an opportunity to take a step back. And we're, we're confronted with past issues about life and our relationships and the way we've dealt with things. And now we can make a different choice. So I think that's huge right now. I mean, because we're all looking at everything in our life and we're making different choices. We're being forced to. Yeah. So. And we're, we're smacked at, I mean, Venus retrograde started today. 
Mars mm-hmm. moved into Pisces yesterday. Yeah. Um, Mercury. Hold on. I I don't remember. I believe it's right Cancer. I think. A cancer. Where is it? Let me check no, the. That's my me, Mercury. <laughs> well, let me check the transits because I've really just taken a step back and I've been just using my cards lately um, for the last few days and like. I don't know. I get into these weird, like, right brain, left brain phases. So let's see. Um, yeah, don't we all? <laughs> oh, Mer- Mercury's in Gemini. Oh, well, there That's we go. A- yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but it will be in Cancer soon. And, you know, that's the other thing. You know, we're talking about lots of stuff. And um, good old Gemini, you know, Venus is in Gemini in the seventh house. And that's my birth chart placement. Did you know that? <laughs> your Venus is in your seventh house in Gemini. Yeah. And oh that's my where God. we're at right now. But so what does that mean? <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> and retrograde too. Oh, God. The thing that's kind of saving us all, though, during this retrograde is the, you know, right now Venus is at 21 degrees Gemini conjunct Vesta. Mm. which is the asteroid of home and hearth. So there's a huge, and Venus is also square Neptune. And I know your moon. So basically you naturally have this in your chart with your moon Mm -hmm. in Pisces. Mm -hmm. So you have the Pisces moon square Venus in your seventh. Um, You know this innately, like this retrograde actually is, you're here to break out during this retrograde. Like this is your. Hallelujah. And it's your time. It's like really your time, which is why I I was like got onto this podcast and I was like, I need to just listen (laughs) and not talk. (laughs) (laughs) I can talk and talk and talk because, you know, my Venus is in Gemini and, um, you know, that is bringing out also like our relationships on an intellectual level and how we see those and reassessing that. And are we are we really happy? Because you know how Gemini, they, they have their curiosities. Uh, but I think it's also about inner child stuff too. And reminding our ourselves um, to be playful and have fun and listen to our inner child. Because I think a lot of us, if we're even aware of it at all, forget about it, you know? And that's another thing with this confrontation that I feel like is coming to the surface. I don't know about you, but I just feel like over the last few months, I'll just get weird flashes and memories out of the blue. And I'm just like, what in the hell was that? Or I'll have weird dreams. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I'm the only one. I mean, even my boys have just been coming to me like every day about their crazy dreams. And we'll just like try to interpret them. And some are very obvious in terms of what's going on in their life. Um, But, you know, I think I I don't really believe that I'm the only one. I have a lot of friends that call me up and what is going on. And, you know, we've, we're all dreaming a lot. We're all um, feeling this through and what it means in our life and how it's changed our life. And, and I remember the last time, um, was it the last time we recorded, but it was right when COVID was starting and, or really they hadn't quite quarantined yet, but it was like early March and you were considering 
uh, going on the road. Mm -hmm. And I feel kind of bad because I just was like, you know, be mindful, live your life. (laughs) But yeah, we don't have a choice anymore. We can't live our life the way we want. We have to live our life the way that we need. And yes, be mindful of others. But um, yeah, nobody would have ever thought this would have happened, right? No, (laughs) I think it's like everybody was supposed to be sideswipes in certain ways. Mm-hmm. And Venus, you know, I, even before I got on here, I had to delay this by a half an hour because I had a memory come up. I just keep having, I'm not dreaming. I'm having like day memories come up. So yeah, it's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I have to sit with it. I have something I feel very guilty for that happened that it was just my, like, do you ever have those memories where you're like in a moment and you're like, I just wasn't paying attention. And because I wasn't paying attention, I ended up like possibly you know hurting somebody or just it was because of awareness like because of oh my god you're so crazy I have (laughs) (laughs) I have that exact word written down I'm looking at that word right when you said it and absolutely I know what you're talking about um yeah those are hard ones because you know um with our life and the things that we understand and know we're building wisdom every day. We don't know. And with awareness. Yeah. This is what we're talking about here is awareness and we are all becoming more aware. And um, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but yeah, you're right on. That's so crazy. But it's just like, it's, I think, so Gemini is the two, you know, the du- mm-hmm. the dual sides, seeing both sides yeah. of the story. Um, and I was thinking about that because, you know, this this is a new podcast and I'm really nervous to do this, Kristen, because it's like I my hands are sweating right now. Like this is exactly what I'm scared of is love. Like I'm terrified. I almost feel like Venus retrograde is being like, hey, maybe you chose all those shitty relationships like loving relationships because you needed that you know lesson absolutely I mean I look at my life and I've been looking at all that shit and I'm just like what in the hell are you doing yeah were you doing what were you thinking but you know I don't really feel like um there's any time in my life where I can say that I truly regret and the more life goes on and the more that we recognize that we were supposed to go through these things because if we hadn't have gone through this, we might not have done that or met that person. Like there's no mistakes and there's no accidents. I don't believe in coincidences. I mean, yeah, we do make mistakes. We do make wrong choices, but I feel like as long as we're doing the best that we can, then you know what? Next time, now that you know, you can do better. So it's all about learning. Like we are students of life. And um, we're also teachers, too. So we can't forget about that part because people can watch. I'm a mom. My kids are always watching what I'm doing. And I always have to be aware of that. But, um, yeah, I I know exactly what you mean. But what have you, like, as a mom going through, I think we're all going through this love transit. And it started early. It started in April Mm-hmm. what is what have you found is going on in your heart right now like through this quarantine period mm. you know it's given me a lot of time to reflect 
you know, and I'm a cancer, so I'm going to, I'm very nostalgic by nature and whatever. And I have pretty good memory and um, it has given me time to reflect and it has given me perspective on, you know, when it's slowed down and I'm not running around driving kids and doing this and all of that. um, It gives me an opportunity to sit back and accomplish and try a different way. If that's not working, I can try a different way. And I think that goes just with life in general. But there's been some mom wounds. There's been, you know, certain things that I wish I would have done differently, but now I can do differently. Um, And that goes for all of us. Do you feel? But, oh yeah, Happy Mother's Day! It's like oh, the, thank you. It's, my mom's a Gemini too, you know. <laughs> so that's that's been a fun. And my oldest son's a Gemini, and so I don't think that's by accident. <laughs> Gemini, Gemini, Gemini's. Oh, you gotta love them though. They are fun. <laughs> Gemini, <laughs> Gemini's are you know the thing. I've I've had I've dated a lot of Gemini's, um, like a lot, like way more. Like I think I've I've dated a couple. Yeah, they're. I mean, I don't regret it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I like about Gemini's though is they'll text you back. They don't ghost. Gemini's don't ghost unless unless they're distracted and they fly away. Yeah. Um. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> they're just, they're funny. And it's funny to have a mom for a Gemini. Um, they're like the eternal children. <laughs> I'll just tell you that. <laughs> oh, goodness. I feel like we were going to, I was going to ask you about something. Oh, I know what I was going to tell you. So, um, I... This started like back in probably December, you know, you know, just like with meditation. I'm not a huge meditating person. I, I really try, but you know, it's very hard for me to quiet my mind. I've got three kids, two of them teenagers and a toddler running around the house. So I do what I can when I can. And um, I feel like over the last few months, there's this thing called heart coherence and it is about awareness and Oh man, it has really kind of changed everything. And it, it really helps like when we're having those memories of trauma or things that just don't make us feel very good in that moment. Um, heart coherence really helps. Heart coherence. I remember you sending me the video. Oh. Yeah, there's a couple different ones. Um, <clears throat> I did. I don't know if I ever told you about Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's on, you can find him on YouTube and he's got a couple things on Gaia, like becoming supernatural is amazing, but he's got a really good uh, heart coherence meditation on there. And it, I mean, even from the first time I ever tried it, it rocked my world. I have to say it takes a lot to do that, but there is something about, yeah, the way that he does his meditation his, it's a guided, it's really good. And then there's heart math. You can find those on YouTube. They're like five minutes, but it's just really about breathing and being in the present in the here and now and being grateful and um, really just trying your best to be positive 
and just having that awareness like we were talking about in the moment as you are sitting here you know in the moment you help me to be in the moment I mean I feel like I feel like in a way you are like an older sister to me kind of like guiding me through these like (laughs) (laughs) it's just so nice because you know one thing that this quarantine has done was really allow me to appreciate you know, the family that, that we find along the ways. And you are definitely family, you and Lauren uh, Petrie and like, you know, all the people that I miss her. I know. (laughs) I know. It's like all these people that we meet through, you know, family connections and like soul tribes almost. Exactly. It's like, to me, I call them soul pods because it reminds me of like um, a pod of orcas, soul groups. They travel together through lifetimes and they might be like different roles in different lifetimes. Um, But that's kind of what it is to me. There's just people that you meet that you instantly know. Mm -hmm. It's weird. I can't describe it. it. It's felt. It's like, I think, you know, and the other thing, Kristen, is what's really helped me and what I think you're really gifted at is just knowing what to say. And it might be your Venus and Gemini is just, you speak from the heart and, um, and that is really appreciated because you're, you do pull tarot cards and you do the cards of destiny, but mainly when you pull cards, like you're not pulling traditional tarot, like how I, like a rider weight, like you're pulling the feminine cards. Mm-hmm. And like, to me, that's really appreciated. Um, I don't really know how to put words into it, but, but it does kind of have to do with this great confrontation we're going through as humans, you know? Yeah. It, it's so strange. Um, if we could go back. Sure to like a year ago for example and just if we could look at um where we thought we were going to be and what we thought we were going to do and all of these great expectations of life that we had and then we look at ourselves today it's so interesting um I mean if we're ever evolving I hope I feel like you know I try my best I don't know about everybody else I don't really have a choice but um Oh gosh, everything has just changed and you can just see what is happening to humanity. And there's a lot of good things. There's a lot of crazy things. It's getting really interesting, you know, but I just feel like um, it's going to take some time, but collectively we're all seeing through the bullshit and it's really exciting. Well, where were you a year ago? So what we're in, I don't even remember what month we're in. We're in what, May? (laughs) We're in May. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, a month or a year ago, gosh, I had just started at um, a new brokerage. Well, new to me, a team situation. And I totally, this is what happened to me a year ago. And um, this has kind of been an interesting journey because I don't regret it. I don't have regrets, like I said, but you know, I went there, all the brokerages are always trying to recruit you and, you know, and I just needed to do something different. And so I thought, well, maybe the situation will be good. And I met this lady who's amazing. And 
It's like, come to our team meeting. And they, they got me. And I honestly felt like in that moment, that's where I should have been. I didn't feel like I needed to have any second thoughts. I trusted my gut. And the minute I signed the contract, I was like, what the fuck did I just do? Like, I just knew this was not the right decision. How could I have not seen that? You know what I mean? Like, how how did this happen? And, you know, and I should have just really, I don't know what I should have done. I don't regret it. But I think there's times in our life we feel like we're making the right choice you know, and there's like all these signs and, and, you know, I don't know how it's really all going to end. I did end up leaving that place and it was not a fun experience. Um, But I had some interesting experiences, which is all leading me to where I am right now, I guess, you know, but you know what I'm saying? You ever are faced with a decision and you feel like you made the right choice. And the minute you made it, you knew it was not the right choice. Oh my God. All the time, especially in. (laughs) God, what the hell? (laughs) I mean, I, (laughs) and I really went into this, um, this phase where it's like, I can't trust myself. How could I have done that to myself? What the hell happened? You know? And I really wanted to blame myself. And when you don't trust yourself, everything goes wrong you know and I find that we may get into those places where we don't trust ourselves and the baseline of life and I feel like is trusting yourself you got to trust yourself and if you don't then you need to figure out how but what was it about that brokerage that helped you that whole situation <laughs> oh the the people I met honestly though it was the people that I met like always I meet the craziest people in the craziest situations I swear you know and um, it was interesting and it still continues to be interesting because I'm still in touch with a lot of people and um, you know I don't drink the Kool-Aid I don't like to do follow the status quo per se you know and um, maybe I just, I need to figure out something different. Well, you know what you know, is so. about you is like, you also have this whole, so there's almost like this side of you that that's super psychic, but also connected to the underworld. <laughs> and <laughs> Oh, yeah. And that. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Judy Garland. God, what is that all about? Still trying to figure that one out. And I think it was Mother's Day. Because, you know, um, if I really think that I've watched so many interviews and read. I've read so much stuff. Like, old Hollywood is, like, my bag. I love everything to do with the golden age and, you know, just all that stuff. And I've always read nothing but... Like, despite everything in her life, she loved her kids more than anything. Yeah, and it's easy to say, you know, well, she was an addict. How could she love her kids more than anything? But I think of all the things in her life, that was her light. That was her shining light and all of the things that she had to deal with. That was the one thing that always brought her joy was her kids, you know? Well, I mean, she was abused. I mean, Judy... 
Oh, her mom was terrible. Yeah, I don't know much about her, but I do know that, like, Hollywood itself is fucked up, but to be a, she was, like, a young star, and, like, it's really Mm -hmm. fucked. Just exploited, you know, her mom and her dad, they, they had a vaudeville theater in Minnesota, and her dad was gay, and it was, you know, closeted back in the day, I mean, we're talking in the 20s, and so something had happened, and with a young kid there, I guess. I mean, I don't think he was under 18 as far as I know, but something happened. They had to get out of town. So they moved to, I want to say Lancaster, California. Oh God, they lived there. <laughs> I used to live there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So they moved there and then her dad got sick with meningitis and died when she was like 12. And I guess her mom had no talent. And so she was the consummate stage mother I mean she was brutal and you know Judy was the breadwinner and you know that couldn't have been easy and you know she she had a hard life but I think you know obviously she's been dead for 51 years almost and we're all still talking about her the movie just came out last year which it was all right I think Renee Renee Zellweger did a good job, but it's just sad subject matter, you know? (laughs) Uh, I think about the Wizard of Oz and how that reminds Mm -hmm. me of kind of what we're going through right now, you know? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. And um, I was just going to say, you took the words right out of my mouth because that's what I really feel like, too, and everything that's happening. It's like... um, when it goes from black and white to color, I hopefully that's what's going to happen when this whole quarantine bit's over. Yeah. What do you intuitively feel? So I know the astrology of it and timing of that, but, you know, with so much going on and I don't know, I don't know if I want to talk. Actually, I do want to talk about this. Like we talk about this on text yeah. all the time. Um, I really think that you know, there there's other beings, whether they're angels or guides, spirit guides, really helping us through this whole timing. And mm-hmm. there's so many signs right now that it's like, wake up, people, wake up, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so funny that, you know, our government is coming out with all this disclosure. And, UFO um, stuff. Thinking we're not going to. Yeah, that we're not. I mean, it's like that's old news. It's like sixty-year-old news. We've known this shit for years. Come on, <laughs> like we're not going to notice it's in the paper all of a sudden, or what's not in the paper all of a sudden. Because really, who even knows what the hell's going on? I think it's all controlled, and we they all we only see what they want us yeah. to see. So. We just need to ask for guidance from our angels and know that, you know, we are being looked after. We are definitely being protected. So we just need to ask because they will intervene. We just need to ask. Have you had any signs recently or dreams where you've felt like you've gotten sort of a clear message for yourself? Oh, yeah. I mean, besides my uncle, definitely um I've had some weird dreams I I would say April was like the weird dream month of my life 
I mean, I'm talking dreams where I was in some house with no plumbing trying to move in and there's no, I'm like, <laughs> there's no like bathroom here. And um, I've had like my, my uncle came through and that was the night after that big earthquake we had here. Cause I haven't done a, a recording with you since that's the earthquake. Right. Oh, that, that's the other thing that's so freaky is that. I don't know, because I'm, you know, I'm up from the East Coast, and, you know, I was out here a bit, but we didn't, the first time I was out here, we did not get that many earthquakes. We had that fire in, um, you know, Topanga Canyon area, but we mm-hmm. didn't, we didn't get this yeah. many earthquakes, and there was just a series of earthquake after earthquake, and it was so creepy, and it was centered around, what was it, um, was it Cascade, Idaho? Well, it's in the Sawtooth National Forest area, um, Chalice. There's a lot. It was like outside of Cascade Chalice. And that was also the um, the same place in 1983 where we had our biggest on record earthquake. I think it was like a 6.9. And this one was a 6.5. So, yeah, it was pretty darn big. And then there's been some in Idaho City, which are way closer to Boise, and then Cascade. I've camped there, you know. And my dad, my dad lived in Chalice as a kid. I mean, this is back in the like late '60s, but um, it's in a really. There's a lot of vortexes there. I'm just <laughs> saying, but the, it's a highly active area, and it's just like kind of right around the curve from Yellowstone, and my great-grandparents I mean their farm is 30 miles out of West Yellowstone so I mean it's it's beautiful there but it's highly active and we haven't had anything for quite a few years you know and then just to have all of this happen it's I would look at USGS website several times a day and we're having them all the time and I've just noticed you know um there are a lot of earthquakes that went on. Yeah, I'm noticing them too. I started, I, I was looking at them when I first moved to California. And I did notice like just this weird sort of patterning in April. And I'm wondering if that's also part of Venus retrograde because, you know, Venus was in her shadow around the time of these earthquakes when they started. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't mm. know, like the answer is, I don't know. But I do really feel like, I honestly feel this, and if, if you know, stop me if I feel like it's Saturn. Well, Saturn is so Saturn and 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 Pluto are going to have a conjunction on June thirtieth. So this will be their th- yeah the third Shit. great confrontation of the year. <laughs> yeah, so June thirtieth, that is um, a King of Hearts day. And the reason why I know that is because it's my sister's birthday and also my aunt's birthday, who's also my godmother. And June 30th. So what's King of Hearts okay. in, in the uh, de- Cards of Destiny? It's the Loving oh. Father card. So it's like King of Cups in tarot. That's what I would compare it to. But it's, you know, it kind of just is what it, what it is. You know, the King of Hearts the loving father um it's very much a love power card a devoted parent um 
you know, a lot of them are psychic, very, um, very mental also. They're a cancer, June 30th. So um, very mental, very sentimental and um, sharp. I would say really sharp people, go-getters, you know, um, but love is like their number one priority in their relationships, you know, family, things like that, because they are a heart oh, after King all. King of Cups. So if I'm going to look at that from astrology, a uh, great conjunction is in Capricorn between Pluto and Jupiter. Um, but Saturn's really close by because Saturn had that conjunction earlier this year, but Saturn's made its way into Aquarius. We'll be going mm-hmm. retrograde um, or is, yeah. So we're going to have kind of some back and forths there. Um, but this is also sextile Neptune and Venus is square Neptune right now in Pisces. So there is this healing. And I'm wondering if that's why a lot of people are having dreams because Pisces is the sign of the subconscious and the sign of dreams and the sign of having spiritual faith. So definitely the time of faith. That's for sure. And that's like, that's been the word. And you, you actually changed my mind around the word faith because seven of, is it seven of, uh, what's the faith card in the card of destiny? Seven Seven spades. In the tarot deck, the seven of spades is the seven of swords, and that is my least favorite card in the tarot deck. <laughs> God, I've been getting that so much lately. It's pissing me off, actually. Because <laughs> I don't, like, I don't like it, it when stop. people lie. And in the tarot, it often means when I see it that people are going to lie to me, and I'm just going to have to decide if, you know, it's usually if I see it, it's, it's me having to discern through the truth. And Mm -hmm. I wonder if, you know, you brought me to faith, meaning like, like you saying that it's actually a card of faith is like, oh, but even though there's not so great people out there have faith that there are that kind of thing. Yes. And maintaining a positive attitude you know, because it is such a negative card, but you know, like with every card, I mean, you get them upright, you get them reversed. They can mean two different things, but the general meaning is the same. It's really how you want to look at it. Right. And, you know, depending on what spread it's in and whatnot, but yeah, it is about faith. There are good people out there. And, but we have to remember, we have to, you know, it's what we want to see, but we can't ignore what's there as well. You know, there's two sides to everything, right? So you can't just only see the good. <laughs> you have that's to discern. That's Neptune right there. And that's the square with Venus is it's like. Because yep. a lot, I don't know about you, but I fall in love with the idea of a person as opposed to the actual person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If I had a quote in life, I swear to God, it's I fall in yes. love with potential. Like they show you that little glint of person that is there. (laughs) And, you know, and if they're narcissists, you know, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing and they're playing you, you know, but there are people that just, um, you want to have faith in them. You know, that person inside is there, but deep down they're not, they're not there. It's time to walk away, you know, and I think Neptune, um, 
kind of help us. We have to remember we can deceive ourselves as much as somebody can deceive us. We probably deceive ourselves even more. You know what I mean? I think. Oh, sorry. So I, oh God, I hate that. I hate that one because I'm the worst, you know, I am the worst with that. And I think that's what it was with that one brokerage I was talking about earlier. You know, I had this image of it in my mind and I was there. Like I met everybody. It was a good thing going on, but the actual reality of the situation was not conducive to how I could actually live a reality, you know, the day to day. And what, what's changed now for you? Because so, I know you're a Cancer and you like your home and that's very Cancerian and mom, you know what I mean? Like mom's home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. And I work from home and that's the perk about what I do for a living. And, um, you know, so why the hell am I going to go in at eight to five when I have to be out in the field, I have to show homes. I'm not going to be under somebody's thumb when I'm self-employed technically. You know what I mean? That's just me. But um, I like working from home. I like really just finding my own way. And I and I fuck up on the daily. Don't get me wrong. But that's the only way we can really learn. And, you know, you just got to take the first step in faith. And that's kind of where I'm at. I think that's where a lot of people are right now. We're just trying to make our way one step at a time in faith. in faith and you're teaching me a huge lesson that I need to learn because I'm ha- I have really a hard time listening because I'm always thinking like 20 steps ahead because <laughs> I'm a perfection I'm like I don't want to make a mistake you know <laughs> it's the six it's the six <laughs> so like thank you for I really feel like you like if you ever decide to have your own podcast like please consider it because you have so much to teach people. Gosh, I have so much to learn though. At the same time, I feel like, you know, I'm not, I think that's a hard thing right now with fear and, um, and faith also. So we got to have more faith than we do fear or else we won't get shit done. Right. So I think, you know, um, there's all of these things that I think about because I do want to do my own podcast at some point. You know, it is a little crazy with the kids at home 24-7 and all that. And, you know, I'll get it done. I want to do it. But that's the part of it. Do I feel qualified? Like all these little fears come in. Like nobody's going to listen to this shit, you know, all those things that we think about. And do I have time? I mean, all those things, but, um, I just want to do what makes me happy. And I think that's what we're all, that's what we should be doing. And if people like it, they love it. If they don't screw it, it made me happy. I think you'd be a great podcast host because you're a mom and you've been, you're a really kick-ass mom, you know, and (laughs) I try I have my moments. But it, it's like, that's, I think what everybody's kind of healing right now is the mother wound right now. Oh, man. Are we ever, though? I mean, really? Like, Mother Earth? Um, I just feel like, you know, all of this stuff happening and 
females are being brought to the forefront because we are the healers and just this imbalance of what we've been doing is not working you know and um we're kind of caught in this generation gap and and everything is changing and the old is going away and the new is happening and you know if you look at feminism and I mean, we could go on and on about this stuff, but they're at the world level. The feminine is rising again. You know, we've put her away. We've tried to do all of these things to minimize, but it's coming through. I mean, I'm sure you've noticed. Yes. Like it's magical almost. Like I don't even know how to describe it. (laughs) I love it. I mean, really, what a time to be alive, just in general. I mean, who would have thought all of these things that we're seeing and um, all these things that are changing? And I think it's it's crazy but and it's scary, but it's so awesome at the same time. And what it's going to be like for my boys when they grow up, whoa, and my grandkids and all of these things, who knows? I think the um, impossible is becoming possible. And with that, I know that, um, so this, because this is a newer podcast, I think I only have 60 minutes on here. Um, But I want to, I do want to ask you about actually a card of destiny question, if that's okay. Um, Yeah. Regarding um, the Venus retrograde. Venus retrograde started today and she she goes direct she's not cleared from shadow but she goes direct on the 25th of June 5th of June Um, may Mm -hmm. I ask what card that represents if you know it if if not like yes I know it it's a five it's a fucking five of clubs (laughs) oh god so no offense to any fiver clubs, but that is the most unmarriageable card that there is because it's a five. So that's like an action, um, indecision, restlessness, and a club. So it's like literally the restless mind. It is the quest for truth card. Quest for truth. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's my ex-husband's oh. card. That's how I know so that. He, okay, so he was <laughs> born. So there's like three or four birthdays generally associated with each card. Is um, on this one, there's actually ten birthdays. Ten. So ten, yeah. <laughs> ten birth dates out there <laughs> are on a quest for truth. <laughs> yeah. It starts, it actually starts the day after your birthday. It doesn't start till March and it ends in December. So there's 10 birth dates along the way that fall under five of clubs. And it is the quest for truth, but they are restless. You know, um, it can be a blessing or a curse, I guess, you know, you know if what? anything. Well, Any quest? I have, okay, so. That's interesting. So how do those two cards correlate together? The six of hearts is today and the five. Or oh, six the six of diamonds. Of diamonds is See, today. I'm learning how to listen. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, and I'm sorry. I just I've been yelling at crowds for the last few years. It's been like <laughs> Yeah. Yell at me all you oh, want. I never, I'm used to I it. never want to yell at you. You're the last person <laughs> it's the patriarchy I'm yelling at. Um but okay, so Sue, the six of diamonds today, which is more stable, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a more grounded card. Yes, because it is about financial responsibility and paying okay. their debts. And then we leave the restaurant. We go direct in finding the truth. So, oh, girl, oh, Kristen. What? Kristen. <laughs> so the, the retrograde is about an editing cycle. So you're editing your karmic deck and you find the truth. Yep. That's that's the truth right there. That's why we're all sitting back and having this great confrontation about ourselves, you know, and our lives and um, the way that we want to live it. And I don't think we talked about the lovers. We at didn't all. talk about the lovers. I would love to hear your take on the lovers. Oh, the lovers, the number six card. Um, well, it's obviously about what it. It's about love, but I think it's also about relationships, not just love, also partnerships. And it's a decision-making card, you know, because it's, it's about commitment and decisions. So that's interesting. The lovers. I actually have the lovers out on the table right now. Hold on. Let me grab it. I do. You do? Or maybe. No, I have the sun out right now. I thought it was the lovers. Number is that number? Uh, let's see. What is XIX? 20. So that's um, sure. 14. Wait, 19. 19. 21. I don't know. <laughs> X is 10, I think, right? It's oh, 19. so it's 19. And then is twenty the world? I don't even know the numbers. Right. So am I terrible? I read from like feeling. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I mean, certain ones. I think obviously number two is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Number three is your favorite. We get our favorites <laughs> and fuck the rest, right? Yeah. Like the seven of swords. What's your least favorite? Seven of Swords. Seven of Swords. Well, I'm learning to love the Seven of Swords through you. Because you taught me that it's about faith. So now I'm like, okay, I don't feel so bad about this little. But sometimes the pages can be upsetting when I see them. I'm like, oh, immature little motherfuckers, you know? Yes. But I also look at them as messengers. I mean, the knight, yeah, is a messenger too. But I feel like... um, their messengers, the you know the pages, as well. The message might not be what we want to hear, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then your favorite is yes. three, the Empress. And you're the high, and you're high priestess. I like that one too. That's definitely always been my favorite one, and I like. Um, it sounds kind of weird, but I really do like the death card. I really do. I think it's a great card. People freak out. I like it. What is the death card in the cards of destiny? It's oh, the that's Ace the of death spades. card? 
Yes, typically yes. Or so there's like a series, and it depends on what planetary period they fall in. But whenever I see like a nine of hearts, fives, nine fives, and then the ace of spades. So maybe it is also kind of, you said fives. So maybe June 25th is also sort of a death before the death. Because the great conjunction, Pluto, the underworld, and Jupiter is an expanding death that we're. June astrologically mm-hmm. is going to be bananas. It's going to be insanity. Venus retrograde, Mercury retrograde, um, great conjunction. We have several transits as several outer planets going retrograde. It's like all at once. And my solar oh, happy return. Solar also. return. <laughs> Thank you. And I don't really know. So tell me about solar return. I don't know much about it. Return is the point at which you're the degree of your sun sign. And basically every year, it's usually the day, the way that we work. It's usually the day before, before before your birthday, your birthday. But it's, if you generate the chart, you can put it into astro.com. I will definitely do yours for you. But what you see is kind of your construct for the year ahead broken down into the next 12 month cycles um uh for people who know the birth time their birth time so it's it kind of is like this is the point of your solar energy which is for you i can we can definitely do a solar return episode if you would like if you'd be interested but uh sure yeah it's 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 really helpful to plan ahead Yeah, I mean, um, I've tried to be a planner. It definitely helps to have some insights. That's why I like to do those birthday forecasts for people like my friends and stuff on the cards of destiny. But you should, everybody listening you know. should get a reading with, with Kristen because you're <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, so with you, so you are still, are you in your Venus right now? Because your um, birthday was in March. My 52, it was, oh gosh. I, I, just I have it right here. Let me look. So, oh, May 21st, you go into your Venus. That's Thanks. right. Oh, this should be a good one for you. Because remember, you've got the King of Spades and the Jack of Diamonds. So what does remember? that mean? King of Spades is a air sign type person. Um, it could be, it just depends. It's like, that could either be their planetary ruling card or their actual birth card. It's just January one. That's the only, but it's about self mastery, you know, and success and fulfillment and all of those things. So, um, it's really about your relationships because it does fall under Venus in your home, you know, things of that nature, but it does bring a lot of wisdom. You know, the King of Spades is the freaking master card, you know? So, uh, it does talk about, you know, love and what you want. So, um, arts, cause whatever falls under Venus, like, so the arts, beauty, love, when you've got the king of spades, that is your time mm-hmm. to master it. Figure out what you want. Write it down. 
This is a time of manifestation. Kristen, you know what I want? I want everybody to have love in their life. I want everybody, like, that's why I'm doing this podcast. And I took out the Venus card, my lover's card in the goddess deck. And it's, it's Venus. um, And she's surrounded Uh by roses. Um, And she's in Venice in the card, like what looks like to be Venice. Yeah. That's why I'm doing this podcast because I think you deserve the love of your life. I think everybody out there deserves love and to be loved and to feel love. So I don't just like, I don't know, like, is that along the lines of ace of, of this, of this king of spades? Yeah, I really believe that um, we can't really find that love that we're looking for. We think we need until we find it within ourselves and we master ourselves and it sounds so cliche but it is so true because what like attracts like right so if you're not happy with yourself you're not going to attract anything in your life that's going to make you happy until you find that peace within yourself and you know what like we're ever evolving I feel like um what I would have liked in somebody 10 years ago is completely different than what I would like now. You know, our, our lives change. And so it's just, we have to know ourselves first. And, you know, there are those lucky people out there that do meet somebody like right out of high school or even my sister and her husband, they met when they were like 12 and they're still together. You know, I'm sure their relationship doesn't, it's not without its problems because every partnership you have your ebbs and flows, but you know, I think the right person will come along when we are ready for that, whether we realize it or not. And so there's no point in trying to rush these things. We have to know ourselves first. That's a beautiful quote, Kristen. See, you're the most, (laughs) you're the most quotable person ever. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. (laughs) Uh, Oh my gosh. But it's it's so so fucking true. Like, please start a podcast. When you start it, I will I will blast that out, you know, be like, y'all need to listen to Kristen. Yes. I mean, honestly, like I always thought if I didn't do real estate, I would probably be a counselor because that is like something that I love to do. But I have learned that people don't always want advice. Like, do not give unsolicited advice. That I've learned a huge lesson in that. I don't mean anything by it. But yeah, I mean, it would be fun to do a podcast. And it's always oh, fun to be on your you podcast. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, let me know because you have an open invite. So... <laughs> I'm going to try and do okay. this daily because why the <laughs> fuck not, you know? So. <laughs> yeah. You know, what else are we going to do? Really? Might as well. And we have all these great insights and we can yeah. sit with ourselves for a minute. Right. Thank you so much for being love here. It. And I just, um, is there anything like that you, you would like to promote or plug and uh, social media? Um, well, I've got my Instagram. If people want readings, um, just DM me at Lady of the Lamps 
on Instagram and then I am going to get my website up and running soon. I don't know. That's my next project. So look for that at ladyofthelamps.com. You can just, uh, you know, send her a message because she's amazing. Uh, Lady of the Lamps is the best reader ever. So I'm just going to put that out there. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you and have a great night. (laughs) 